Santa's Trevor. Santa's Trevor. Yeah, what is it, Santa's Bob? How many times I gotta tell you? Santa's Johnny. God, why are you calling me Bob? Anyway, uh, look, again, we've been somehow <laughs> miraculously blessed with another new job. I mean, we lost the jobs at Scum Labs, uh, we lost the jobs before. We, with the with the fire shark accident. With the fire shark accident. It wasn't our fault. No, not at all. Those monsters of scum labs. It's not our fault they got out. No. Just killed everyone. I agree completely. All these things yeah. have been beyond our control. Right. But we're lucky though that the uh, Mr. Hammond himself, the rich man, hired us to help him with his uh, dinosaur thing. He wants us to create dinosaurs of all things. Yeah, actually he asked me to come up with uh, an idea like to make these dinosaurs more appealing to the masses. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, you got any ideas then? Well, I do have one idea. It came to me in a, in a lucid fever dream. Okay. Um, so, you know, what's well, something really popular that people like to go to, especially in the summertime? Okay, I know the answer to this, and it obviously is a... Uh, a uh, theme parks. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, theme, theme parks. parks. Yeah. And then dinosaurs, obviously, are cool. No, they are cool. I love dinosaurs. So what if you combine the two? A theme park that dinosaurs can go to? No, a theme park that people can go to to see real dinosaurs. Oh. Uh, and that sounds... Hey, it sounds original. It's never been done before ever, even in film. Right. So that sounds like something to do. I like this idea. You know what I want to call it? What are you going to call this? Dinosaur Park. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I like this name. Yeah. This name just rings off the rings off the tongue. That's how that works, guys. Yeah. But the issue here is, Trevor, dinosaurs have been going for quite a while now. We haven't yeah. seen one in eons. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Sinus, Trevor, do you have any way for us to bring dinosaurs <laughs> back? That's the big thing here. He's given us a lot of money to do this. Well, you know those monsters we had to put down a few weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, Liz and Ralph. Yeah, I remember that. Sad. So, we took their vicious, uh, visceral, brutal DNA. Uh-huh. And we mixed it with what we were able to to obtain from, well, let's be honest, they're really just lizards. Uh, yeah. We couldn't find any dinosaur DNA. Well, dinosaur means thunder lizards. So. Right, so, yeah. so we took lizard DNA with these monster DNA and also some advanced robotics from China. This all sounds like great ideas. Yeah, so we combine it all together, and then we're going to go and open it up to the public. Actually, oh, now. Yeah. Whoa, 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 now? Yeah, the testing, we kind of went over budget with the... DNA and the robotics, so there's no Wait, testing. Are you are you telling me you already have some of these? We have a full park full of these dinosaur. A full park. Monsters. Yeah. A full park. Yeah. Okay. You, a dinosaur park. Do you have Tyrannosaurus rexes? Yeah, pretty close. Do you have uh, Triceratops? This is. Yeah. You have all these animals. Yeah. Can I see them? Well, yeah. Let's here. Here's the golden key. All right. We have. Actually, there's thousands of people here ready for our grand opening. Well, I'm going to tell them to hold back for a second. Hold back, folks. Uh, Johnny's going to be the one to open the door with the golden key. I can't believe this. Uh, Dinosaur Park will be open. Go ahead. Okay, I'm turning the key now. Whoa! Whoa! There's a T-Rex there? Oh, my gosh. Velociraptors? How did you do this? Well, uh, it was very expensive. Uh, oh, my gosh. OMG! Hey, wait a minute. Is that T-Rex coming this way? I think it is. Is it because... Hey, I have a... There's this button here that says opens all cage doors. Should I not have pushed that? You fool! Ah! 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 Ah!
One good thing in my life, and I think I know what that is. So I just travel. I think I know too. It's retro bliss. To the dawn of time when the earth was smoking and the lava flowed. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time. You can blow your cool just like a volcano. Snap your fingers and stomp your feet. Soaking up a little of the jungle beat. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time and sing this song with me. Roll back the rock. Turn back the clock. Roll back the rock to the dawn of time and sing this song with me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand spanking prehistoric <laughs> episode of Retro Blist. We're back. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't mean that for. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> We're back with a brand new episode of the new year. Now, our last episode was technically an overview. This is our first episode of the new year with new old retro games. <laughs> So that was this season two episode zero. Welcome to season two episode one. There we go. Yeah, let's just be confusing. I like that. I like that idea. I don't yeah. know who I am or where we are. Nope. <laughs> After that opening, it's we need an endpoint with that one. Nope. Like, I like those characters. I hope they keep coming back. Yep. <laughs> they keep escaping death and somehow keep getting jobs. I think they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Trevor. So we have a very special episode, especially for people like me who love dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and we're going to cover not one. But two dinosaur-themed retro video games. And they're both based on extremely similar properties, right? Oh, 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 man. They are one and the same, almost. You could say these are sisters, even. Right. Or You know how, like, in history, like in History Creeps, let's check out that podcast as well, Cheap Pop. You know, I wouldn't. the Titanic was had built itself as an unsinkable ship, right? Right. Then what happens? It sank. Correct. Yeah. Now, what people, a lot of people don't realize is it had a sister ship built just like it. They pretty much said the same thing. Guess what happened to it? It sank. Correct. So, those two things are very similar. Like these two movies and video games have so many similarities in them. I don't get that except you're saying we're going to sink as a podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I've looked at our numbers. It's <laughs> So, we're back. A dinosaur's tale. Um, okay, let's start. A dinosaur, <laughs> is it a dinosaur story or a tale? It's the same dang thing. But uh, if I saw the game right here, I'll I'd... put it back there. You have to reach back. Yeah. Good or, podcasting. Or you could just Google it. A dinosaur story. Thank Art. you. That's what I written down. Yeah. Written down, written, written. So, of course, based on the animated movie from the 90s. And then uh, what's the other property we're covering here? One of my all time favorite franchises, Jurassic Park. Right. So, yeah. An animated children's movie and Jurassic Park. Basically the same thing. Yeah. People yeah. die on both, I'm sure. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're uh, we're actually going to have another dual episode for you. Uh, we're back is actually, we're playing the Super Nintendo version. Which you were telling me is a lot different from the Sega Genesis. Pretty much completely different from the Sega Genesis version. Sega we'll, Genesis. We'll get into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, when we get to it. Now, my first question yeah. with you, of course, while I cut you off in the middle of your... Well, I was going to say the other game we're covering before we continue. <laughs> yeah, well, Dinosaur... I about said Dinosaur Park because you said it earlier. <laughs> Jurassic Park. But the Rampage Edition. Rampage Edition for the Sega Genesis. And we'll get to that as well. 
Now, Trevor, let's start with We're Back at Dinosaur Story, the movie itself. We also today, besides playing the game for the Super Nintendo, we also watched a trailer. Yes, and hard that's, work. And, uh, yeah, we we uh, work hard for all our listeners, mm-hmm. and we want to make sure they know that we take this seriously. Right. So we watched a trailer for this children's film that came out in the early 90s. Yes. <laughs> and it honestly, for me, it brought back some memories. Yeah. I remember this movie very fondly as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had the VHS copies, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I wore that thing out. I mean, when I was a kid, I loved... Here's the things I loved. Ninja Turtles, dinosaurs. Two things yeah. I just absolutely loved as a kid. So if you're going to bring me an animated movie, and I love cartoons too, obviously... Mm-hmm. And you're going to make John Goodman one of the voices of the main dinosaur? Sign me up. And this trailer brought back memories. So what were your memories of this movie as a kid? So yeah, we're back a dinosaur story. I have really good feelings about this movie too. And to be honest, I think part of it is this is the first movie that I remember having that VHS copy and it was mine. I remember it was mine. I don't know if I bought it with allowance money, but I just remember like, feeling proud that this was mine and uh, the animation was cool. Yeah. What I really remember about it, though, was the theme song. Roll yeah. back the rock. Roll back the rock. Yeah. yeah, the dinosaurs. We'll get charged for that, won't we? Yeah, you can't sing more than like okay. five seconds of it. But yeah, I think the, the dinosaurs sing that song. It's very, you can look it up. It's on YouTube. We watched the trailer on YouTube. Uh, the animation, just going by the trailer, still holds up to me. It's a very well-made movie. And I, if I'm thinking right, it's on Netflix. The actual movie's on Netflix if anybody wants to watch it. And something I did remember about it, uh, which was brought back from the trailer, I don't know how good of a children's movie it is, because, first of all, the dinosaurs are drugged up. I mean, like, that's the theme of the movie. I think they call it Brain Brand or something like that. Um, They drug the dinosaurs up. The kids get, like, kidnapped some psycho circus or something. Yeah. And it's just like... The villain of the movie is pretty serious. He's really creepy. I mean, yeah. The movie, it looks kind of dark, really. Uh, yeah, despite how over the top and goofy the dinosaurs seem to be, the movie itself seems a little dark. I almost would have say if we went back and watched it now, it probably tells, takes itself way too seriously. Yeah, but I still loved it as a kid. Yeah, I'm going to watch it at some point again just to refresh my memories yeah. of it. All right, so obviously we're going to take this and make it into a video game. What's your first thought about that idea? Uh, actually, it's not surprising. It's a 1993, the era of cheap cash in games. Yeah, pretty much. Which... Sometimes not cheap cash in. But cash-in is, is the key word. Yeah. Anytime a property pretty much came out and it had any sort of uh, any sort of thought that it could make a lot of money, they're yeah. going to make a game on it for and, the most part. And usually the games based on the children's movies from that era were basically clones of the popular platforms of the day. Yeah. Usually Mario. Yeah. In this case, maybe a different one. Yeah, we'll get to that. It, yeah. it, it's going to surprise I think, a yeah. lot of people the game that this game, We're Back, a Dinosaur Story, reminded us of. Yeah. All right, so Trevor, let's get into the the look of the game for the Super Nintendo. Now, let me ask you first before we even dive into that. You told me that the Genesis version is actually a, a little or to a lot different from the Super Nintendo version. Right. So this wasn't totally uncommon. Um for there to be two totally different games. We covered another... Oh, Beauty and the Beast was a good example. Yeah. There was a Super Nintendo version that's totally different. Same thing here. Um, the Genesis version is made by Visual Concepts, who went on... They do the NBA 2K series, right? And they made the Super Nintendo version, too. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> the Super Nintendo is Visual Concepts. I'm not sure who did the Sega version. Um, but they're totally different games. 
the Sega Genesis version, you play as the two kids whose names I can't be bothered to remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, you play as the kids. In the Super Nintendo version, you're playing as Rex, the T-Rex. Yeah, the main dinosaur, the one that everybody liked. Right. And it's totally different levels, totally different gameplay. But we're covering the Super Nintendo version where you actually play as Rex. Yeah. So, like you said, Visual Concepts of all companies made this game. Now, I have nothing <laughs> but love for VC there because of the, the NBA franchise. That's my favorite. One of my favorite franchises of all time when it comes to video games. They know what they're doing when it yeah. comes to games. They put a lot of work into those. So when I saw that they had made this, when I clicked this game on, because that's what you do, you click games on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm in for I'm in for a treat here. Mm-hmm. This should be really good because they're a company that I know, in my heart and soul, makes good games. Does that hold true in this case? We're about to find out. <laughs> yeah. So you want to start with the visuals? Let's get to the visuals. Uh, you know, VC at the very least knows how to make a game look good. Yeah. And I would say overall the look of this game is is pretty good. It's pretty solid when you consider how huge the sprite is for Rex. Yeah. I mean it's definitely a sixteen bit game. You're not gonna confuse this for an NES game. Right. Uh Rex is a huge sprite himself. The levels we'll get into that a little bit more, but they might be a little on the bland side, but they look pretty good. Um I think the graphics pretty much lived up to what I expected. This is a 1993 platformer based on a children's movie. You're not going to get Donkey Kong Country graphics here. Right. Um, but it could be a lot worse. The graphics aren't bad. They're pretty good. I would... They're they're more than serviceable. I would yeah. say they're above... They're above average, but they're not Donkey Kong Country. Yet. Right. I think... Was that a good... Yeah, yeah. But I think what hurts it... Let's get into the level designs real quick. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> here we go. Professional podcasters. The level design, I think, is what hurts this game a lot. And I say that because if you just look at the overall game, just look, just judging my graphics, you're like, this game is going to look great. Mm -hmm. But then the levels that they throw Rex in seem less than, I don't know, what's the word, imaginative, I guess. But in the movie, if I remember right, in the movie, they're pretty much in New York City the whole time. Yeah, they pretty much stick with that with the game. Yeah. Which the only problem being, you're playing a giant T-Rex and the when we're not getting into gameplay, but the levels aren't necessarily designed. They almost seem like they were designed for a game where you're playing as people, not as a T-Rex. I would agree with that. So It feels like to me that when they were originally making this game, they were going to do like the, the Genesis version and make you play as the yeah. kids. But at the last minute, somebody had the, the smart idea to say, why don't we have it where you play as the character that everybody yeah, likes? I will say that just straight up. Without <laughs> having played the Genesis version, come on. You're going to base a movie on where back a dinosaur story and yeah. play as kids? Yeah, nobody wants to do so that. They definitely made the right call here to play as the, as Rex. What kid who loved uh, dinosaurs didn't pretend to be a dinosaur as a kid? That's true. I'd do it now. Yeah. I've seen you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you probably, we probably did as kids. Pretending to have short arms trying to pick up your drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult. Spilling all over yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, as far as graphics, I would say solid, serviceable. But the repetitive level design kind of hurts it. Bleeds into the graphics a little bit. Yeah, it yeah. hurts it. So let's let's get into the gameplay. Now, let's let's say the let's say the positives first. Mm-hmm. Gameplay wise, this game feels like it's trying to be a sort of spiritual successor to another game franchise that is beloved. By everybody, including us. Mm-hmm. 
And it's, it's not the one that everybody expects. Yeah. As a platformer, you're thinking, I mean, pretty much every platformer. I don't, the, I don't want to overstate it. It's not that Mario was the first platformer ever, but pretty much every platformer copied some element of Mario. Mario is the gold standard of platformers. But this one, well, here, let me explain to the listeners and you figure it out. What game do you think this is trying to copy? I know the answer. So, pretty much every level. <laughs> Good for you. Have a peanut. So, pretty much every level has two zones, or sorry, two stages. Oh. Followed by a boss fight that's like in a mechanical monster. Yeah. That you blow up, but then he escapes. With a bearded bad guy controlling yes. the, beard, the the machine. And there are a lot of sort of leaps of faith and blind jumps. Yep. You can run really fast by holding one of the buttons. Mm-hmm. And he sort of spins his legs. I don't need to say anymore. Obviously, it's Sonic. Yeah, exactly. I mean... This is yeah. what was weird. When we, we were both playing this game, it's technically a two-player game, but you take turns. Yeah. It's, sim- it's not simultaneous. It's yeah. not really two-player. So, and you're the same character. You're always yeah. going to be Rex. Just taking turns playing level. Now, when I was playing this, my first thought was, this <clears throat> feels somehow, but does not control near as well as Sonic. Yeah. And then you said Sonic, This you that was the game you compared it to, and I was like, yeah, that's it. That's what I feel. One of the few notes I wrote down was Sonic, 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 but not but not the heart and soul. Yeah. Like, it's got some of the bolts, but you run fast, but the levels aren't designed for it at all. No. There's In Sonic, to be fair, in all the Sonic games, there are blind leaps of faith, and there oh, yeah. are, there's cheap deaths in the Sonic games. This game, though, is like so many cheap deaths. You just have to jump and see if you land on something. It's... It is a lot of cheap deaths. Now... In the Sonic series, and it's weird that we're comparing this game to the Sonic series. It did it to itself. <laughs> but the Sonic series, even though they are blind jumps of faith, that's a game in which, or a series in which, you learn that. Yeah. And you, and the next time around, you know what to do different. You try something right. different. In this game, I did not get that same feeling when it comes to that. The cheek it feels death, so random. Yeah, the cheek deaths just happen. Yeah. It honestly feels like. There's no, there's always a rhyme and reason to it. And our graphic, in, in by the, the way, Sonic levels. for a kid's game, the dinosaur's death is quite graphic. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you took a picture of it. We'll put it on our yeah. Facebook page and on our Instagram, which we'll plug at the end of the show for once. <laughs> it, uh, you poof into it just a thing of bones. <laughs> yeah. You explode into a bag of bones whenever yeah. you die. Yeah. <laughs> quite graphic for a kid, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, the gameplay, despite the comparisons to Sonic, if you actually play it it doesn't feel anything like sonic it's nowhere near as sonic's gameplay is almost perfect you know right. what i mean like the jumps it's feel tight. yeah that's the word i was looking for it's a tight gameplay it, the controls feel very tight and they work and they do what you expect this game cannot make the same claim <laughs> the controls are not near as near as tight they feel a lot they feel pretty loose the hit detection especially is not right. great that's where this game takes another big hit is the hit detection yeah the the, especially when you're jumping on things, you you really need to be able to tell when you're going to land on a platform or when you're not. Yeah. And like Johnny said, the collision detection is just not great in this game. You're playing a giant T-Rex, so you kind of need to have good collision detection. Um, yeah, so you mix the blind jumps with the kind of iffy collision detection. It can be a little frustrating. And I think, I think probably the worst... Where falls the part the most as far as comparing it to Sonic, which again that's not our fault. Clearly, they were copying Sonic a little bit here. Which let's let's say in all fairness, if you're going to try to make a game as a caching game, 
at least they tried to make it similar to another game that's really, really good. That's true. I think I think the biggest um, crime it commits is the way the levels are set up in the cells. Doesn't it doesn't really make sense to have a character that can run that fast, right? Because really, you're just skipping through huge chunks of level, and there's no reason not to. But but it just feels like you're you can do that in Sonic, but in this game, it kind of feels like you're just cheating, you know? Yeah, like, well, I'm you just know, jump through the level. Yeah, because Sonic is very similar, and when there's like you can go up and you can go down, kind of. Yeah, this does the same thing, really. However, the Level, like we said earlier, the level designs, and we through a <laughs> through a cheat, which is a very easy cheat, just left, right, left, right, select A. If I'm thinking right, you can just select all the levels, and there's yeah. a lot of levels. There's that was a shocking. There's a lot of game here. Let's go ahead and say that. Yeah, they did not give you just a bare bones, no <laughs> pun intended, mm-hmm. a bare bag of bones <laughs> effort on this game. There's a lot to it. They put a yeah. lot in it. You know what I started saying is this kind of actually reminds me of Beauty and the Beast in that it's not quite as good as it looks. The difference is Beauty and the Beast, I think, had five levels. Yeah. Two of them weren't really even levels. Yeah. And then the other ones just looped over and over. So whereas that game had, honest to goodness, five minutes worth of legit gameplay, this one has a lot of actual levels and a lot of gameplay. Yeah. And the levels are different, but they play exactly the same. As in, I would, I would call... Even though, obviously, we don't know any of the people who worked on any of these games. Yeah. I would say the Beauty and the Beast game felt lazy when they were making it. Like, oh, yeah. I would almost say it was lazy and they were just trying to hurry up and get it out and all that, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. This one, to me, I could not, I definitely could not call it lazy. It felt like there was effort there. Yeah. And even though, just be honest, as an artist, <laughs> I'm an artist. Yeah. Even when you put a lot of effort into something. And you're and you're good and talented. Not everything you put out is going to be good. No. And this that's what I would say. This is for visual concepts. Yeah. It's so close. That's what made me so frustrated with this game. It's so close to being a good game. It's right there. Yeah. But it just can't jump over the the hump of being good. It's it looks very good for what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. Even though the level designs themselves are really bland and rep- and mm-hmm. kind of repetitive, honestly, and the enemies, we'll get to those in a second, mm-hmm. are very kind of repetitive. The bosses, even though there's cheap hit detection in those, yeah. the bosses have really cool designs to them, I thought. Yeah, yeah, and that brings up another good point. I think this is probably a good example of a company that is very talented being tasked to make a game that they really don't have any desire to make and that has a, probably a really strict time frame. And so, like, the bosses, they clearly designed some cool bosses. Yeah. But then to kill them all, you just jump on them, it seems like. Yeah. So, Which, in all, in all fairness, is what you do in Sonic. Yeah, but it's just there's feel a, good in this but one. There, <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. The hit detection in Sonic helps it. Yeah. Keeps some bounds. But yeah, I, I don't want to be unfair. Like, I mean, for example, there were some laughs to be had. Like, I noticed, like, on the third level, all the enemies are pretty much fat white men. Yeah, and as a fat white guy, I was very, very yeah. offended by this. <laughs> so... I felt like it was stereotyping us a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we have pretty much every level. They're dressed differently, but it's fat white dudes. Sometimes yeah. with their guts literally hanging out. Literally, yeah. That's Disgusting looking white guys. That's basically fat the only enemies in this guy. game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, besides the, the villain at the end. who's a yeah. he looks, skinny white guy. He's a skinny white guy. He's pretty much, if you took Dr. Robotnik and gave him, actually, who's the, I always forget his name, the main Dr. villain. Wally. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, of Mega Man. That's what I was trying to think. That's who he really reminded me of, honestly. Yeah, that's true. But in all fairness, that's what the the villain kind of looks like in the movie. Yeah. So, it, just not near as scary in the game. He looks frightening in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And so the 
we didn't mention the move set. That's because that's what I was about to say. Yeah, the move set. The as as Rex, you can jump on enemies like we kind of said earlier. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably your main attack. Yeah, uh, you can <laughs> jump on enemies. You can climb up things sometimes. You can run. Uh, you can throw. We assume that you're on eggs. <laughs> yeah, eggs are rocks. We couldn't tell. <laughs> it's one of those sort of things. You can throw those. They're at. It's one of those things that really remind this part reminded me of the Berenstain Bears camping adventure where if you throw rocks, it's at an arc. Yeah, it's hard to hit anything. Yeah, so you got to be at the right spot. It was basically worthless. Did you ever really hit anything with the eggs? Rarely, rarely. It was almost a pointless yeah. move. Now, you discovered, however, uh, a special thing about this game, and that's you can actually unlock another attack, two attacks, technically. So the way I get it, the way I understand it, there's, I guess, all the other main dinosaurs in the movie. If you collect their icons, they can show up to help you in the level. I use the word help. Use the word help in quotation Yeah, marks. sometimes it's kind of worthless. Like the Triceratops, she just comes, or he, I'm not sure which it is, comes and knocks down barriers for you, which I honestly didn't ever see a reason that that mattered. Yeah. But one of them, the little flying critter. Um, <laughs> the pterodactyl-like thing. Well, I guess it was, yeah. He would come down and feed, I think it was feeding you the brain gran or whatever they call it. Yeah. The drugs. The drugs, yeah. <laughs> and you get drugged up, and then you can uh, stomp with your feet and smack with your tail. Yeah. Which sounds like a song. Take me back but, to the end of time. But like your special moves in like the Ninja Turtle games, that's very limited. You yeah. use a power cell part of it to do so. And I thought that was pretty lame. Because the tail smack is so much more useful than the rocks. But it's something you have to collect. Yeah. And I it's... Mean, come on. And you only have limited times you could use that. That's yeah. ridiculous. That should be that should have been just a common attack move. He feels too... <laughs> He's what's, what's the word? The saying, a fish out of water? Rex is like a fish out of water in this game. Which he kind of should be. He's a dinosaur right. in Jurassic Park. In, I mean, in Which is a great City. idea, except yeah. you're trying to play the game here. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. too big to be in a fast Sonic-style platformer. Right. But in his attacks, they should have just given him this, these attacks for the whole game. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. The, I will right. say the stomp attack, I get making that a special right. thing. And that kind of should be. But the tail swinging thing, the tail attack, should have just been with you from the start. That's yeah. just ridiculous that it's not. Yeah. And it's really slow, too, though. It's a slow attack. Yeah, slow tail attack. How fast you run compared to how fast you move your tails light and day. That's true. It'd be like if you could run at 100 miles an hour, but it takes you five minutes to put your pants on. <laughs> yeah. Like, this doesn't make any sense. All right, so let's go through the levels real quick. This won't take us very long. We're not going to name them all because they're so similar. Yeah, I don't remember them all. Uh, you start out in New York City. You can actually climb up the buildings and stuff. Uh, then you can go to... Subway. The Subway. Which the subway itself will run through and will kill you instantly. I found that yeah, out the many trains times. Will destroy you. Yeah. Uh, then there's a circus part, which at the beginning looks really close to like I, my first thought was Mystic Caves and Sonic. Yeah. But this had ghosts and stuff on it. Yeah. It was. Re- <laughs> I don't know Maybe that was in the movie. I don't remember. Ghosts I don't remember any ghosts. And I could be way wrong. It's been a, probably more than a decade since I've seen that film. Yeah. But it's <laughs> seemed really out of place for me for a dinosaur movie. Yeah. But then again, it's a cartoon about dinosaurs in New York City. Mm-hmm. So what do I know? Uh, and then um, you were at like some sort of uh, it was near the end of the game. What's that level before you get to him? It's a Empire State Building. You're just literally climbing up it like you're uh, King Kong or something. Yeah. And then you get to I keep wanting to call him Wiley, but the main villain of this game yeah. was what was his name? Because the the uh, oh screw eyes screw eyes we thought it was at screw eaves because the Y's were not written very well in yeah, this yeah the font was bad for the yeah, Y the, t- the topography of this game was could 
was not very good. <laughs> That's kind of nitpicking, though, with everything else we said. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying that because you would read words wrong because yeah, we, they we look different. <laughs> we call them screwies. Yeah. supposed to be screw eyes. Yeah, either way. But the movie, the movie trailer says it's screw eyes, so we know we got it right yeah. eventually. <laughs> yeah. So I guess overall, let's get. Do you want to talk about the music real quick? Oh yeah, the music. Almost forgot it, and I think that's probably all I'm going to say about it. But in all fairness, the music is probably the best part of this game to me. Well, maybe I think I like the music more than you, and the, I, I won't like remember. It. I'll agree with you. It's not where I'll remember. It. I won't be humming it later. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say the music is much, much better than what I expected for it. Maybe that's the way I'm putting yeah. it. Yeah. The Turn Back the Clock, whatever the theme song is, yeah. they got that right. But wasn't that only playing on the title screen? I think so, or it was through the first level. Probably the first level. Yeah. But then they would change it up, and it was very... After that, it just got... There's a sound it made, and I can't replicate it. It was like... Ur, ur, ur. That's how we usually talk. Yeah. That's how we talk in normal. Yeah. There's like that sound in every <laughs> yeah. single zone. Yeah. It sounds exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, I get what you're saying. It definitely is not one that I'm going to be humming to myself later. I'm just harsh today. <laughs> no, I, no, I get where you're coming from. You're completely right in saying that. It is not one that I will remember later. Right. But it's much better than what I expected. But also, we played some games in which the soundtracks were just not good. Yeah. Like, here's a spoiler alert. We haven't released this episode yet, but we we have a Shaq Fu coming up. This this should get people excited at some I can't point. I you broke the and silence I, on that. I broke the fourth wall and telling you that we have some episodes in the can, just in case. <laughs> but the music for that game is abominable. <laughs> it's terrible. And this music compared to that, maybe that's why I'm liking it so much, because the last game we played yeah. with Shaq Fu is so much better than it. It's like me saying, here, Johnny. I got a can of dog food for you. Yeah. I want you to eat it. Yeah. Or I can go get a steak. One or the other. And, well, here, yeah, here's my analogy. It's a little more complicated than that. <laughs> so here's a can of dog food, and you eat that, and that's all you've had to eat all day. Yeah. And then I go and get you, like, uh, dog food, but it's name brand dog food. Uh-huh. And, like, the good stuff. Yeah. And so you eat that, and you're like, you know what? This isn't bad. No. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, here. that's like my Wednesdays. Yeah. So. yeah. You're very, it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> I just fed Johnny two cans of dog food. <laughs> that's, that's, no, I agree. It's, I'm being too harsh. It's not bad. It's not bad music, but it's, it's just, not good it's just either. not when you're going to be humming later. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not good enough to be coughing again. Yeah, you are. You're trying to, <laughs> he's not over his cold. You sounded much better, though, in all fairness. From last year to this year, it carries on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, is there anything else about the game itself you want to talk about before we get to our final scores? Uh, nope. I think we've exhausted <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Final scores, Trevor. How many... Uh, I don't, how many balloons? Because it seems like you collect balloons in this. How Some many, really weird looking balloons in that one yeah, level, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that picture up. Yeah. How many How many balloons or bag of bones do you give We're Back a Dinosaur's story for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, I'm going to review this one first because I'm going to make you review the next one first. Okay. Here's the thing. You know, our I talk about this game a lot. I must have a weird fascination with it. Our Beauty and the Beast episode, <laughs> I gave it a three and a half. And I'm pretty sure on a later episode, I actually changed my score and lowered it. You did. To a two and a half, I think. Yeah. And I want us to keep that in mind because this game, in every way, is better than Beauty and the Beast. It reminded me of that experience a little bit in that it's kind of a cheap cash-in platformer that had more potential than it lived up to. For me, this game... I would almost rather a game be horrible and terrible like the Uncanny X-Men or Beauty and the Beast because at least we keep talking about it. Or be awesome. This game is just like, uh, it's just hard to be excited about it. 
So I don't know. I don't be too harsh on it. It's not terrible. You know, there's worse ways to spend 20 minutes. But to me, it's just kind of boring. And that's almost worse than being terrible. But that being said, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 3.9. Because I feel like a 4 is just a bit much. But it's so much better than Beauty and the Beast. So take that with a grain of salt. But yeah, I'm going to give it a 3.9 because it just bored me too much. Okay. That's, I totally see it. Totally understand. And I cannot disagree with anything you just said. This game to me, it's biggest, the biggest thing that hurts it is, like you said, that it's, it's boring when it looks like it shouldn't be. Yeah. If that makes any sense. The game itself looks like it should be much, much more fun than what it is. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's not so bad that you can't play it. No, it's not unplayable. It's not broken. No. It's just the hit detection's not good. The level designs are very bland except for the boss fights. That's what really hurts it to me. Yeah. So I think this this game's biggest thing to overcome is that it's just kind of mediocre. Yeah. And that really, really hurts it. Now, you're changing my score with what you said because if you compare this to Beauty and the Beast, which I understand the comparison, it's a game in which... Going in, you felt it should be better than what it is. Yeah. And that's probably why we were so harsh on Beauty and the Beast overall. Besides, it should just have been better. This is the same for me in that it should have been much better than what it was. Yet, I can't be near as harsh on it because Mm -hmm. it's you get to play as the dinosaur. Parts of it were were adequate. Yeah. (laughs) I will go adequate. It was adequate, yeah. I'm going to give it a higher score than you. Yeah. But I'm not going to go crazy, and I'm going to give this a four point three. Oh, I thought you were going to go like a six or something. No, I can't. I cannot give it over. A, I was originally going to give it a four to a five. Yeah, and then I just can't give it a five. But it's definitely way. Okay, here's the thing. I paid five bucks for this game. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm not mad that I paid five bucks. No, if I'd paid more than five bucks, I'd probably feel like I got ripped off. I paid five dollars or more than five dollars for games we covered on the show that were worse than this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm kind of the point where, like, almost would rather a game either be terrible or be great. Yeah. And someone is so mediocre, I'm probably a little extra harsh. So, if you are an absolute diehard fan of We're Back, a dinosaur story, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's many of you out there. There's, but a, there's a whole community. You could spend $5 worse than this. Yeah, I would say that. So, yeah, the going price is, let's say, $7, because $5 is probably a good price. Yeah. So, for $7, would you tell somebody to pick this up and play it? $7 total counting shipping if you're getting online, yes. Okay. I would not go over that for sure. I would not go to 10 bucks. Just couldn't do it. It's not worth it. No. I'd say for 7 bucks, ask them to throw in a, a pack of gummy bears or something. <laughs> yeah, make it worth your but, time. Yeah. <laughs> but in all fairness, you're always trying to get free gummy bears. That's true. I like gummy bears. They are good. All right, Trevor. Now, the next game we played is so... Okay, it's very different from that one. Yeah. yeah. And that, of course, is Jurassic Park Rampage Edition. Now, real quick... For Sega Genesis. For Sega Genesis, I'm a humongous Jurassic Park fan. I love the franchise. Mm -hmm. It it came out at the perfect time for me, the first one did, in 93, that it was my first uh, big summer blockbuster love. Does that make sense? Yeah. My aunt took me to see it, and, oh, man, I was just hooked. I was hooked. I loved it. I've seen this movie probably hundreds of times now. Wow. Uh, I've owned it on every version it's came out on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've owned it on VHS, I've owned it on DVD, I've owned it on Blu-ray. I just love it. I even love the one that just came out recently. I thought yeah. it was very good and fun. 
Yeah, I did too. Uh, so overall, I love Jurassic Park. What are your memories of the movies? So, I hate to throw anybody under the bus, but I was telling you, I think the reason I don't have as big of experience with Jurassic Park and therefore don't have the love of dinosaurs in general that a lot of other boys did at that time, because dinosaurs were huge in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I think it's because of my brother, because he uh, he's three and a half years younger than me. And so when Jurassic Park came out, he was very young. Um, and it was just too much for him. I remember getting the VHS copy um, when it was brand new and being excited about it because we didn't see it in the movies. Um, and at, even at that point, it was still too much for him. And so in his mind, it was sort of always a horror movie. And I don't know, it was just hard for me to watch it. You know, it was hard for me to get a chance to watch it. Um, I always thought it was cool, but I definitely don't have the experience with it you do. So that's kind of where it is. And I've only seen the original, which definitely is a great movie. And then the newest one that came out, which was a very fun movie. So that's pretty much my experience with it. But um, did, did you, did, I like the property a lot. Still. Okay, that was my question. And actually, I want to read the books because I've heard they're very I've read very the books. The books are very, very good. Michael cool. Crichton, I always feel like I say his yeah. name wrong. The books are quite good. And there's a lot more to them than in the movies. Right. There's a lot in the in the movies that are very iconic, and from the books that, according to scientists and paleontologists, those are the ones who dig up the bones, that they, they took very big liberties with. This is not on my bliss quiz. So I can just tell you this part. Okay. Real quick. This is a very nerdy moment. The dinosaurs <laughs> that have the big frills that could pop up and they spit. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, according to scientists now, <laughs> or even then. That dinosaur could not do either of those things. Really? <laughs> they added those. They added the spit. Michael Christian added the spit for the for the books. And then Spielberg added the the frills things popping up kind huh. of thing. So I guess to make that dinosaur more appealing or more dangerous. Really. Well, it was a pretty cool dinosaur in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was an awesome dinosaur in the so. movie. So anyway, let's talk about the game, Trevor. We're not playing Jurassic Park. We're playing Jurassic Park Rampage Edition. Right. So this is, for the I guess you could say, version 1.5 of the game. Yeah. So the original edition, which I'm, is the one I own, but I've played it very little. But this one is quite a bit different. Um, I thought the only difference between Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Rampage Edition was that you could play as the Raptor. Yeah. But there's actually quite a few differences. That uh, is one of the differences, though. It is you can play. You yeah. get to choose at the beginning between a Grant, the guy who's one of the main guys from the movie, or or the Velociraptor. Right. And so you have the the basic conceit of the game is. You are making your way through levels either as Grant, the human, shooting with all kinds of different weapons. Yeah. Or you're making your way through the level as the Velociraptor. Um, and so, yeah, just first thoughts. What did you think when you turned it on? It was <laughs> dark. Very dark. Yeah. Like literally dark, right? Yeah. Well, the game itself feels dark. Just the looks of it. Yeah. The opening thing, and you took a picture of it, is a Velociraptor who can look at you and there's, and his mouth is open and all his teeth are showing and there's blood coming from his teeth. Yeah. is crazy wild. <laughs> this is definitely a Sega Genesis game and not a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Sega loved that stuff. Yeah. See, this was published by Sega. We didn't mention that. It was developed by Blue Sky Software. Yeah, so there's blood. This is definitely a Sega Genesis game. This would not be on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, what year did you say this game came out? 94. 94. Okay, yeah. so it's like a year. The game came, the movie came out in 93, if I'm thinking right. So that's, it's, my first thought was, man, I was really, I couldn't wait to play this. That, just that image of that Velociraptor. Right. Like, I have to play this game. 
My favorite dinosaur in those movies was the raptors. I love those things. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And so I was very excited to play as those. The the two things, let's let's talk about the graphics first. It's it looks really really good. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like he kind of does in the movie. There's enough to him where you can see him and you can tell that's who it is. Mm-hmm. The raptor looks amazing to me. I think they did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the levels are each of the levels are very much different from the other. Mm-hmm. So that and they're huge. They're huge levels. Yeah. The game itself to me looks really really good but dark. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's very it looks really impressive on a technical level like for example the jungle levels the first one I played. Now, we should mention, apparently there's five levels altogether. Three, though, you can choose right from the beginning. Yeah. So I chose the jungle level as Grant, as the human, when I first started. It's very lush. Like, there's a lot going on in the jungle. It doesn't look like, um, we'll, like we're back, where the levels are very sparse. The levels are very full. But I do feel like it was almost a little too dark and almost a little bit too much going on. But that's more of a design decision and not a flaw. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it looked really good. And like you said, the... The other two levels we could play, one was a, like at the docks with boats and things. Yeah. Looks totally different from the jungle level. Looks really good. Um, and then what the other was like the ruins. Yeah. It was like an Aztec-like yeah. sort of ruins sort of thing. Yeah, they're good. it's good-looking levels. I was trying to think. I mean, I probably compare it most to um, some of your other good-looking Sega Genesis games. Maybe along the lines of Vector Man, but not quite to that caliber. Yeah, I um, would not. I would not. I, I see what you're going for. Vector Man's a little more colorful, in my opinion, yeah. and really pops very well. And yeah. that's a game we definitely need to cover. I love that game. Yeah, but, yeah, I love that game. But okay, so that's kind of the graphics. Let's talk about the gameplay real quick. And this is a tale of two characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk about the Grant part first. The, the human. Mm-hmm. Now you can shoot. You shoot. You get different weapons. You start out with like a, a an infinite ammo gun. It's like a dart gun. Yeah, it's almost like a tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. That's a yeah. good way to put it. But you at one time got a shotgun, and we got a, a flamethrower flame and a machine gun. And there's all kinds of enemies. There's not just Grenades. dinosaurs. There's also people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're technically murdering people. Yeah. There's <laughs> really nothing like the movie at all. No. That Grant never, was a scientist. He probably didn't yeah. kill anybody, did he? No, he never did. Yeah. No. He was he was more interested in trying to save people right. when dinosaurs went, went amok. But to be fair, that's the best part of the game is all the action. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just say that's... If nothing else about the game was good, I love these old 16-bit side-scrollers where you get such a variety of, of real-world weapons like yeah. shotguns and machine guns and flamethrowers. They're just fun to use. Yeah, and and he, you can jump, obviously, and you, you can climb. Yeah. So that's pretty much what he can do. Now, the Raptor, was he just going in was going to be my favorite anyway. Yeah. He, he obviously could run a lot faster. He's got that, the Raptors had that, that large claw on their feet. Mm-hmm. So you could kick with that, and you could bite, and I think you could swing your tail, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. And my favorite, my favorite part of the whole game was when you run with the raptor and you use your um, uh, was it your claws or your tail? I think it was your. Oh, it was like a drop kick, basically. Yeah. And you knock the humans back like eight feet. Yeah, they went flying. That's just great. Yeah, it's really cool. That's the coolest part of the game. Yeah, and, and as the and as the raptor, you're also fighting people and, and dinosaurs. Right. You're doing both. But you're a raptor, so it kind of that makes more sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's man, he was so fun to play as. I really, really enjoyed that part, and yeah. he could jump a little higher as he should have been able to. Uh, he had a lot Run more super fast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He was just a lot of fun to play as. I really yeah. loved playing as the raptor. And let's in the 
<laughs> the level designs themselves, we kind of touched on this earlier. There was a lot there. There was a ton there. Mm-hmm. We did not even even scratch the surface, I don't think, of what all there was to this game. Yeah, so apparently there's only five stages, which isn't much, but each level is very long. Um, and I'll say right now, I'm going to have a hard time giving my score because I finally figured out sort of what you're supposed to do to beat the levels. After I, So when we first started, we both thought you had to pretty much collect everything. Well, I'll give a spoiler alert. I When I bought this game, I played it to make sure it worked, yeah. as everybody should do. That's one thing we recommend. Yeah. <laughs> and... I found myself keeping on playing as the Raptor, mm-hmm. and the time that I beat a level, I felt like it seemed like I beat it when I collected everything. So, mm-hmm. so when this before your game starts, a screen will pop up showing all these things to collect. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I thought, well, I collect all those, and then I get to move on. Right, that's what I thought. And I don't enjoy games like well, Tailspin for the Sega Genesis. That game, you had to collect these boxes, I think it was. Yeah. And it was so boring. You know what? You just brought up a good comparison, though. This is like if Tailspin was a, for the Genesis was a good game. Right. <laughs> yeah. And But when I realized you don't have to collect all this stuff, it's like, oh, wow, this is a lot better than I thought. Because I don't like having to collect all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you actually do have technical goals for these now. We found that out. So for, just to give you an example, the first level, you're in the jungle. When you're the human, Grant, um, this terror... <laughs> More body sounds. Hopefully that didn't pick up. I hope so, it did. So, we're the grossest podcasters. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like us. There's our self-deprecation quota. So the pterodactyl grabs you and takes you up to his nest. Yeah. And the whole objective of that level is just to get down to the bottom of the level. But I thought you had to collect all this stuff. So you were getting mad because that, like, oh my goodness. Yeah. That, that pterodactyl caught you a lot and kept taking you up 18 there 18 times he caught me and took me back to the nest. Yeah. Which is bad enough as it is, but once I realized that the whole objective is just to get down to the bottom... It made sense. Okay. Yeah, it's more fun now. And the same thing with Raptor. You don't have to... Basically, it improves your power and your health and points. Yeah. I think that's only really the only reason to collect the stuff. Which is fine, but when I realized you don't have to collect everything, it got a lot better. Yeah, it really kind of opened up doors for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, the, like the Raptor did in Jurassic Park 1, it opened up doors. Yes. It figured it out. So... Uh, Okay, let's get let's let's talk about the music. The music to me was better than We're Back. Yeah, definitely by far. It was very, very, very good music, though it did not at all remind me of the film. Yeah, the, the Jurassic Park theme is almost iconic now. If people yeah. hear that theme, they think Jurassic Park. Yeah, I don't remember hearing that at all in this game. Do you, do you remember hearing it? No, I think the music was more just sort of moody music. Yeah, it, it was very. The music was was it good. Fit. Yeah, it fit the game, but it wasn't from. It didn't feel right. like it was from the the movies. And you know that's fine. I mean, I would say it's just one of those games where the music just fits the game, and not one of those where you're humming songs afterwards. As a, as a humongous fan of the mm-hmm. movies, that did disappoint me just yeah. because just from a fan love of it i wonder if the original edition had that and they changed that for the rampage edition i don't know i really don't I mean, that'd be a bad change but yeah i don't know it'd be like you know the idea to play as kids instead of a dinosaur yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so the music's yeah, good it's good one of the tracks on one of the levels took a weird turn at one point you remember that where it sounded oh, yeah. very odd the music some... was just crazy in that one yeah. level <laughs> so yeah but overall the music was Better than We're Back, but it's not as good as Sonic for Sega. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would put it below, it's, it's definitely un- below. 
it's a harsh comparison, but yeah. I mean, it's Sega Genesis. So. Well, I'm only comparing it because it's Sega Genesis, and Sonic is to me is the top music. Yeah, for it, so. it definitely falls closer to We're Back than the Sonic. I would say, but, but it's above We're. It's back. definitely above We're Back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is there anything else about this game you want to talk about before we give our final scores? Um, I guess just the fact that knowing that it is more of a straightforward action game puts in a new light for me. And I was just so surprised about the length of the levels. Five levels is not much. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, if somebody just told you this but, game only have five levels and you don't say anything else, you're like, well, why am I going to waste my time with this? Right. Like the Raptor level, like the second Raptor level we played, it just keeps, you run really fast and yet it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wonder if the levels are too long, but at the same time, it's kind of unique that they are so long. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you can play is the two different characters and they feel really different. It, it changes the game. Right, so yeah, to go back really quick, the first level, your whole objective is to escape the nest and get down to the ground as the human. But as a raptor, you're actually trying to get up to the nest. Yeah, which so, makes sense because you got to eat. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that's cool. Gives it some variety. Something we're back definitely was lacking. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead and give my score because you All wanted right. me to go first on this one. Yep. I will give this game with, it looked, to me, it looked very good, very good graphics, just a little dark, but I understood why. The mood of this game, they definitely went in with a mood idea. They wanted mm-hmm. us to have a certain mood, and I think they definitely accomplished that. It's a dark game. It's a a very violent game. Mm-hmm. The music definitely fits all of that. It's much, 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 much better than We're Back. It's a definitely yeah. a huge... A fair comparison, too. Yeah, <laughs> which really isn't fair to We're Back, but it's yeah. <laughs> head and shoulders above it. So I'm going to give this this game, and I'm trying to take my love of Jurassic Park out of this, yeah, and just base this on the game. And it's very hard for me to do as a humongous fan. Mm-hmm. I would want this game anyway, just because it says Jurassic Park. Right. That's how much I love Jurassic Park. I, I'm going to give this game a seven. Yeah. I feel there's a lot more to it, and if I played even more, I might even bump that score up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, the the things I would add, I would. I would always add this to any game. Would make it two player somehow at the same time. Yeah, but I think you could do it. There's enough characters and dinosaurs in the in those films to do so. I would I would have done that just for my personal enjoyment, right. <laughs> selfishly. But overall, this is a very good game. I really liked it. I'm glad that I own it. Mm-hmm. It was worth the money that I paid for it. I liked the game. What about you? Yeah, I think um, my initial frustration with the game is going to affect my score. Although it's not totally fair because I tell you, if you play this game, especially that first level and you think you have to collect everything, it is so annoying. Especially when the pterodactyl keeps picking you right. up and taking you back to the top. But knowing now the objective is just to make it to the end of the level. I, do, I want to go back and play it. I really do. Um, I think I'm going to go with 6.5 because for me, I'm just thinking of other games I've rated uh, like Tailspin for NES. It wasn't quite as fun as that to me and I gave that a 7. Monster Party is a game I specifically remember. My brain is weird. I specifically remember I gave that game a 6.5 because it was also a flawed game, but one that I just thought was fun and I would come back to. So I'm going to put those at the same level. So yeah, 6.5. Solid. I think it's worth it. And it might even bump up a little bit if I got to play it again, kind of knowing how it works and everything. So so overall, we both both liked it. It's it's a definite improvement over We're Back. So if you're going to pick a dinosaur game. I got my copy for under 10 bucks. I don't remember exactly how much I paid. I know it was under 10. Definitely worth that. I'll say this is a game that's worth up to... If you could care less about Jurassic Park, I'd say it's worth up to $10. 
if you love Jurassic Park, it's probably worth more than that. Yeah. I love Jurassic Park. I probably would have paid 15 or something for it, honestly, yeah. just for my love of the franchise. All right, Trevor. Now, speaking of love of things, you know, pretty soon it's going to be my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I know, just like you, our listeners love me. And mm. they want to get me something for my birthday. Mm. Just like you want to get me something great for my birthday. So I have an idea to give you. This is what I want. I'm going to, it's going to be in this commercial right okay. now. Play it. I was at this house, right? In this scary house. Oh, There's like a ghost and all kinds of scary stuff happened. It was haunted. What? So haunted. Like tons of people. Just get this, buddy. Tons what? of people like died there and such. Wait, come on now. You talking about Amityville? What? <laughs> what? What's Amityville? You know the Amityville story, the house about that big kid that shot his family up. They tried to say it was all demented demons and, and crap like that. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dad just heard this show about it, all about it. You ain't heard about that podcast called History Creeps? No, what's a History Creep? History Creeps is a podcast about all them crazy weird things that be going down in history. Two guys be doing it pretty good. You just copying that story. I ain't heard that before. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know I gotta go see you listen to this podcast that you're talking about. Check it out, History Creeps. I get it on my iTunes all the time. But I only have a stitcher. Is that okay? I guess. I don't know about your stitches. I don't know what you be cutting up. But just listen to that history creep. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Okay, I'm getting on it just right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, push some more wood in that fire. Oh, here we go. See what I wanted there? I'm not getting you that. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's very expensive. Trevor, now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. And that, of course, is... <laughs> The top five. <laughs> I had to point to my page really quick. You thought I was going to say the other thing. Yep. Top I, five, everybody. I knew what I was doing. Okay. It's called a, hey, you look this way, but I want to turn it this way. <laughs> yep. That's what it's called. That's the words. We're going to do our top five, a top five list for us, our top five dinosaurs of all time. Trevor, what's your number five favorite dinosaur? This could be just from dinosaurs in general or famous dinosaurs or whatever. So my number five dinosaur of all time is Turok, the dinosaur hunter. <laughs> so the guy who hunts so, the dinosaurs. Technically, he's not a dinosaur. But he did hunt the dinosaur. But I have good memories of these games. I remember specifically my uncle loved these games. Um, and... If you just stop his name at Turok the dinosaur, it sounds like he's a dinosaur. But technically, he's a, he technically he's a dude. Fair enough. The shot dinosaurs, so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of anti-dinosaur. I will say it's a game I always wanted to play, but I never got to play. Graphically, they're a little rough by today's standards, but I do have the first two on N64, so yeah. I, feel, I feel a double feature coming up. I do, too. All right, my number five is just in general, the Stegosaurus. I thought the Stegosaurus was cool. If For all those who don't know, that's the one that has the spiky tail at the end. And it's oh, got yeah. like the... Uh, plates on its back that stand up if mm. that makes any sense uh it's a really cool dinosaur it's a plant eater i'm way i know way too much about dinosaurs as a I'm, dinosaur nerd i'm starting to think i'm confusing the stegosaurus and the here i'll draw i'll draw you a quick little picture had a small head down here the back went up oh like yeah then had these things so yeah that is different than the triceratops okay yeah. the triceratops had a head right here with three horns and one horn coming off the nose 
this is very useful podcasting. You're welcome. All right, my number four actually is a dinosaur. Okay. Or a group of dinosaurs. It's all the raptors in Jurassic Park. Okay. So, because they're just cool. Yeah, they are really cool. They're cool in the new movie, too. Yeah, I agree. They're so. they're one of the stars right. of the franchise in general. All right. Uh, my number four is the Triceratops. I love the Triceratops. I love the three horns on the face. You had one, it had one on the nose and the two that came off the forehead. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm actually showing you. People can't see yeah. us on a podcast, but I'm showing you, Trevor. Yeah. So they came up and they had the, the frill on the back, sort of. Oh, nerd. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I, have a oh. I, I told you. I love dinosaurs as a kid. I read everything about them. <laughs> so uh, I just love those. And they're also a plain eater. So it was just cool that they had all those things. It was the one dinosaur that you would think the T-Rex would have a lot of trouble with. Yeah. Well, for my number three, I picked Triceratops. Because I just think they're... <laughs> Mine's not quite as technical as yours. <laughs> I just think they look cool. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I think they look cool, too. So that oh, works. Yeah. My number three is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ah. Oh. Uh, he's the big... He's the one that everybody loves. He's the big... When people say dinosaur, it's probably the first dinosaur most people think of. Right. He's the Wolverine of the <laughs> dinosaurs. You're right. And... Except for he's got shorter arms. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, T-Rex is my number three. Well, my number two is the T-Rex. Okay. A little, little bit of crossover on this list. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, he's just vicious. He's he's the main character in a couple of movies, and I'm having a hard time. Besides, we're back. I know there's at least one more. We're back two? We're back again? No. Was there a sequel to We're Back? I don't know. There probably was. I never saw it. Anyways, the Direct T-Rex is video. cool. All right. He's the big bag boss. I'm going to blow your mind. My number two is an Allosaurus. Do you know what an Allosaurus is? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> the Allosaurus was like the cousin of the T-Rex. Ah. The T-Rex was the largest of the meat-eater dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and he was just kind of just below him. Okay. And for whatever reason, I've had this thing... When I was growing up as a kid, if a character or whatever got really popular, like in X-Men, Wolverine was by far the most popular. Mm-hmm. Just because he got all the love, I was like, I'm going to look for another character for me to like. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he has enough. I was kind of that way, too. So, you know, I did the same thing with dinosaurs. <laughs> and the Allosaurus is just like the T-Rex, but he's just smaller and his arms aren't as short. <laughs> and he, But he was just as vicious. Well. So what's your number one? Well, my number one uh, is also... a. Uh, I guess a lesser known dinosaur. Um, <laughs> he actually was a fruit eater, or he is a fruit eater. A fruit eater? Yeah. Uh, he had a very uh, long, protruding tongue uh, and would eat fruit. Um, oh. Also, ate tur- <laughs> he also was known to eat uh, turtles, whatever the turtles were during that time, during yeah. the Jurassic era. Yeah, they, had, they look almost like ducks, even. Right. And uh, actually, was one of the few dinosaurs, and this isn't known by many people, oh, yeah. one of the few dinosaurs that actually would accept a human passenger. Uh, yeah, of course, right. particularly a plumber, because it's Yoshi. And, and yeah, yeah, you're right. And and a lot of people don't realize this had zero weight limit. It didn't matter what you weighed; you could jump on the back oh, of yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, Yoshi could handle it all. Just the coolest dinosaur, and definitely one that really existed. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. I'm going to go with another one that definitely existed, and that was the Raptors from Jurassic Park. Uh, and by that, I mean they they kind of took liberties with it. <laughs> Nerd moment. Technically, they're Utah Raptors because Utah Raptors were the larger Raptors, which is what these are. Oh. Instead of about six feet tall, the size of a human height wise, uh, but love those. They were not, they were to me the one of the top. If you gave me if you made me list the best villains in all movies, mm-hmm. they would be near the top for me because not only are they able to kill you, but they were smart. I mean, they figured yeah. out how to open a door in a movie. So that's just fr- I mean, how's that not frightening? There's two kids 
and they're trying to hide, and they think they can lock his door, and it'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. But then the, the raptor looks down and figures out to turn the knob. Is that not frightening? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's my number one, is the raptors from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Trevor, now it's time for everybody's... Can I do it, Al? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the episode. And that, of course, is the Bliss Quiz. quiz. I went first on the list. You can go first now. Knock it out of the park. I want to know the answers, though. I love that. I went first on the list, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn, go. <laughs> All right. I don't care, though. I can go first. No, I'll go. No, you, you made your point, and you're right. I'm sorry to correct you twice in one episode. I'm man enough to admit what I'm wrong, <laughs> and I'm wrong. All right, Trevor. Besides dinosaurs, what did the two movies that these games that we covered today were based on have in common? And that's, you just got to guess. I'm Besides gonna, dinosaurs. Besides dinosaurs. Oh, Steven Spielberg. Correct. You got it. That's a point for you. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. He was a producer for We're Back, and obviously he directed and had a lot to do with the Jurassic Park films. Huh. Well, cool. Well, my first question I had to erase, because when we watched the trailer for We're Back, it gave all the answers away. To who did the voices, yeah. Yeah. So my, by the way, if you didn't know, Julia Childs, Jay Leno, John Goodman, Martin Short. Yeah, there's all kinds of big names yeah. for the We're Back kind that of did funny. voices. So anyways, your first question, I switched this up on you. I don't mean to confuse you, but I need you to find the most expensive item. Oh, okay. It's going to throw me off. Yeah. I got so used to finding the best bargain. So I found three items on eBay related to our episode today. Okay. What is the most expensive of the three? All right. A brand new cardboard stand-up from the movie, We're Back. And I don't know which character it is because it was still in the box, and he didn't say which character it is. So <laughs> okay. So you're just... It's a mystery, I guess. Taking a shot in the dark. Yeah. Uh, a T-Rex or sorry, a Rex cake topper from the movie We're Back. Okay. So went on a birthday cake. It's been washed and cleaned. I would hope so. Um, and a tin can from Lost World. This is like an aluminum drink can that is still sealed that they did like as a promo for Jurassic Park Lost World. Was it like a soda can almost? Yeah, except I don't think it ever had anything in it. It's just a sealed can. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I would love to have all these things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Especially the stand up, the uh, like in my mind it's a wreck stand up, and I would I would want that. But people have an, especially on eBay, overvalue things. Exactly, they do that a lot with anything, just because they think it's old, or if it's from some popular franchise of some sorts, mm-hmm. or if it's just about dinosaurs. Apparently, I'm going to assume the Jurassic Park thing is the most. I'm going to throw that out there. I want to go with that. Yep, you're right. The tin can. So, let's start with the cheapest one, the the cake topper. Which, which I would hope would have been the cheapest one. But it was still 55 stinking dollars. Goodness gracious! <laughs> for an ugly plastic Rex cake topper. Uh, the cardboard stand-up, which is a mystery because it's still in the box, yeah. was $162. Yeah, oh, goodness. Now, be prepared to lose your faith in humanity. Okay, I've already done that. The tin can from Lost World um, would only cost you $25 shipping. Yeah. But the bidding starts at $2,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No one's bid on it yet, surprisingly. How's, I'm assuming the cast signed it, then. No, no. Okay. He said he was. He, his words were, I was fortunate enough to work at Universal, and I was given this uh, museum piece, I think was his word. 
No. But I don't think it's quite a museum piece. I will say, in all fairness, and I don't think it's worth that, but I will say, in all fairness, what a lot of these movie uh, companies will do, if you work on a film, they'll give you something kind of to commemorate the time you had on the film, right. sort of. So maybe it was like a very special edition that only they got. Right. But still, that's a lot of money to ask I for. I mean, I could... I mean, not to be gross, but I could flick a booger, and it's unique, and there's not another one out there like it. But is it worth two thousand dollars? I don't know. If we say it's from Retro Bliss, well, you're right. Okay. <laughs> right. What's your second question? <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to give you actually get to choose from a list this time. What happened during the filming of Jurassic Park? One of these things really happened during okay. the filming of the first movie. A man was gored by one of the Triceratops. Okay. Just so people know, uh, Jurassic Park was one of the... F- this is to help you out a little bit on these. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park was one of the first films that actually combined computer graphics with actual puppeteers and uh, animatronics and that kind of stuff. Right. So, a lot of these dinosaurs were really made. Because wasn't it in Jaws, he was so frustrated by the by the robotic shark that he tried yeah. to change it up with this one? Yeah. 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 So, okay, the first one was a man was gored by, okay. by a triceratops. Number two, the Tyrannosaurus Rex would come alive. Or number three, uh, one of the raptors broke a man's finger with his tail. <laughs> so one of these really happened? One of these things really happened. I want to say the T-Rex would come alive, like, just randomly. You're right. It actually wasn't randomly, though. What happened was, there's a the very famous scene with the, with the Tyrannosaurus Rex is when it's out and it's going after the cars. Yeah. That are parked and it's raining. The, the, the big hurricane had come and it's pouring down rain. They said the rain and the water, they actually were having real water come down. Started messing with the the electronics of the oh. dinosaur, and it would just start moving and going crazy by itself. Wow! And I said people would really scream and run away because <laughs> it was large, it's a humongous thing. Wow. Okay, your second question might make you sad, also. Okay, well, it made me a little sad. All right, good. Let's get there. <laughs> so you're, I need you to find the dud. All right. So I went to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, where critics review movies. Yeah. And which of these movies had the lowest uh, rating on oh. Rotten Tomatoes? All right, got you. So we have Jurassic Park 3. Uh-huh. We have Jurassic Park Lost World. Uh-huh. That's the second one. And then we have We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Which had the lowest? Yeah. I'm going to go Jurassic Park 3. So Jurassic Park 3 has a 50% rating, meaning mm-hmm. half of credits liked it. Liked? Liked? I liked it? Liked, liked it. it. Professional podcaster. Lost World had a 51%, so it's slightly Ooh, more liked. It's a lot better than 51%, though. Yeah, you can't always trust critics. Case in point, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story had 38%. That's ridiculous. That's a yeah. good, that's a fun movie. Now, only 16 critics even reviewed it, which is weird. It's from a, it's from a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, that surprised me because I thought it was kind of a respected movie. But, well, some of the comments I heard was that you go and expect a kid's movie and it's just really like there's drugs and weird stuff going it's on. It's really dark. So. I will say from what I remember, it was a really good movie and really, it looked awesome, but it was no Iron Giant. Yeah, oh, that's for sure, yeah. yeah. But it takes a lot to be Iron Giant. All right. So, yeah, you were wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> since I hear it many times. Yep. Even just on this show. I just had to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, just on this show, even. All right, Trevor, you ready for your last one? Yeah. This is going to make you really sad, too. Okay. That's what we like to do. <laughs> okay. All right, this really happened. Okay. A woman sold a man's Famicom collection while he was at work. Oh, no. That was over a 1,000 games that he had. Oh, no. She sold them all while he was at work. What was her reason? I'm going to give you a list to choose from. I need to listen carefully so my wife doesn't use the same reason. I almost worded this question different as if, what if uh, your wife did that? But <laughs> then I feel like I made her a bad guy enough. I didn't need to do that again to such yeah. a nice person. So, all right, here we go. All right. One, 
they had a fight, a really big fight. Hmm. Uh, B or two, she saw she actually saw his phone and saw some text messages from another woman. No. Uh, C, they actually had a large medical bill. They had a ki- they have kids. They had a large medical bill to do with the kids. Uh, D, she really wanted to buy herself a lot of purses. Or E, he had made fun of her porcelain dog collection. Oh my goodness. One of these things is real. I'm impressed. These all sound like they could be real. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. I'm going to say she wanted to buy a lot of purses. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. That was just like the worst reason, so that's yeah. why I picked it. Yeah, that was oh, her man. reason. And uh, he was actually asked about this later, and, he's, and they were asked if he was going to get a divorce or if he was going to leave her. And he goes, we have kids. I'm not going to leave her. Wow. So, so he, sounds like a, he sounds like a good guy, but honestly, if I was with somebody oh. and he had sold something that I love so much, I would. it would take a lot for me to get over it. I would be heartbroken, to be honest. To buy something for yourself. Yeah. This is going to sound bad. I was kind of hoping it was the one where he was kind of cheating on her. Because then they'd be like, okay, at least he kind of deserved it. You kind of got what was coming but, to Yeah, him. that's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, your final question. All right. Hit me. It's a good one. Is, it gonna, is this a happy one or a sad one? Eh, it's happy. <laughs> okay. So, I have four dinosaur names here for you. All right. I need you to pick out the one I made up. Okay. All so, right. which of these is not a real dinosaur? All right. Got you. Drinker. Gasosaurus. Herman. Irritator. One of those is not real, meaning the other three are. When you say real, I want to clarify your question. Based on the pretty reputable website I went to. Now, when you say real, or do you mean like that's what these dinosaurs are called? Or they were like fictional dinosaurs with those names? Oh, sorry. These are dinosaurs that have been named in science. Okay. So right. something has been discovered. Okay, that's what I was trying to get to. All right, yes. Give them to me one more time. Drinker. Gasosaurus. Herman, Irritator. <laughs> Three of those don't sound right. <laughs> Only Gasosaurus even though it has the word gas in front of it. It sounds like it should be the right one. And I'm trying to... Only one of those is not right. Yeah. Gosh. This is tough. <laughs> I'm going to go with Gasosaurus even though I feel like that's something you would make up with all the stuff we have going on. <laughs> so you're picking Gasosaurus as yeah. the one I made up? Yeah. So Gasosaurus... Uh, was apparently discovered by a Chinese gas company. Okay. And uh, they were able to name it that. All right. Well, fair enough. Drinker was also real, and it was simply named, the guy's last name was Drinker. Oh, I thought like Pepsi company had found it. No, he's not an alcoholic dinosaur either. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then Irritator. Yeah, that's just, that's our our podcast found this one. (laughs) That was also a real dinosaur. (laughs) Herman was the one I made up. (laughs) Irritator is the dinosaur that RetroBlist found. We just named it after what people feel when they listen to us. That's just the fans after we're done. Yeah. They're irritated. Yeah. So Herman was, Herman was the one you made up. Yep. (laughs) Nicely done. Herman was was the one that I thought would be real just because somebody named it like that affectionately or something. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like they gave Nessie for the Loch Ness Monster or whatever. And apparently Irritator was named because discovering it irritated the scientist. So, Why would that irritate you? I don't you know. You found something. It was, apparently it was irritating. <laughs> whatever. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, Trevor, that's been our show. Partly factual, part not. Yeah, probably. let's do our plugs real quick. Trevor, where can they find more stuff about Retro Bliss? Um, you can probably go to your local library <laughs> and hop on the internets there. And go to Instagram and look for Retro Blist. Follow us on there. I'm doing stuff on there about every day. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Just look for Retro Blist. And also, I decided to let Twitter live a little longer. So, we do still have a Twitter account, at Retro Blist. 
Also, what's our network? BICBP-radio.com. That's the Backus Used Comic Book Podcast Network. There's at least half a dozen podcasts on there. You'll find the Back Issues yeah. co- about comic books podcast on there. You'll find my other podcast, History Creeps, on there. Uh, I think I have another podcast starting very soon. I don't know when the official day is, so I don't want to say yet. And also, Johnnyism28 is my Instagram. You can find me on there. I put my art and stuff on there as well. Uh, Trevor, we like to leave these shows mm-hmm. giving people something to make them want to come back. I mean, that's that's our goal. We want our show to grow and grow. And we're so grateful for the fans we have now, but we need more attention. We need more fans. We want people to, to salivate when they hear the word retro-blist and think of all the retro-blisted goodness they can mm-hmm. discover. So let's end this show with you telling them one reason, just one reason why they they need to. No, they have to. They they won't survive without listening to the next episode mm-hmm. of Retro Bliss. What's that reason? You know, I know you set me up for a joke with this, but I actually have a kind of big announcement. All right, do it. Um, so, in the near future... The planet glowed like an embryo. The lava flowed from a live volcano. The earth was smoking. The wounds were open. Not a word was spoken. As the first one came out of the ocean and rocked! Smoking and the lava flow. Go back to rock to the dawn of time. You can blow your cool just like a volcano. Snap your fingers and stump your feet. Soaking up a little of that jungle beat. Go back to rock to the dawn of time and sing this song with me. Oh!